0: Hey guys, I just want to give you a reminder real quick that this Tuesday, today, that you are listening to this, is the Michigan primary, so go out there and vote. Welcome back to Detroit Strange, a podcast brought to your ears by whatever service you're using.
1: Yes. Welcome back to our show.
0: Our ASMR show.
1: Oh, I thought we were NPR. I don't know if I can say that.
0: Oh, yeah. We don't want them coming. I mean, what are they going to do?
1: Well, wait, what else can I think we are? I thought we were an SNL sketch.
0: My muffins are non-existent.
1: Exactly. I don't have any muffins. Actually, you're too young for this, but it's a good thing. Martha Stewart. Oh. Yeah. SNL used to have a pretty good one of that, too. I, I forget her name, but she played Martha Stewart. She's, she's pretty funny.
0: Was it uh, Anna Gastier? Or was it older?
1: Actually, I think it was her. Yeah, I love her, and I forgot that it was her. She had a wig on. So like, I think, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's putting me off, but now I'm seeing your face. Oh, we in
0: this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. That a exact... wig changes everything. Yes.
1: That's 100% who it was. Yeah. I loved her on this and I love her and everything I see her in. Actually, she's.
0: Funny. Yeah, she's great.
1: I would like to see her in more. Yes. <laughs> to make me laugh because I'm selfish and it's all about what I want.
0: And dear, if you're listening. Please. Please. Grace us with your presence more.
1: Mm-hmm. Also email us because that would be amazing. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so guys, three things you need to know us about. If you've seen Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. If you know Anna Gastier. Yes. What was the other one? What are you always saying? I
1: don't know. I thought you were gonna say whatever the other one was second, and I was excited to find out.
0: It was it's usually like a ghost. If we got something wrong? Sure.
1: Oh, if you've seen a ghost. Yeah. Like we asked if people see uh uh t Mason, the um the go- boy governor. Boy, boy governor. governor. Oh, <laughs> we both did that on the same.
0: Yes. Uh, so what's new with you?
1: Um, Not much. I'm really ready for this Mercury retrograde to be over. I think it's soon. I I don't know a ton about these things, but like I do when I feel like it's off and then I look it up, it's usually Mercury retrograde and yeah. it is right now. Yeah. So um, that can stop. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Other than that, you know. Living the dream, as they say. Oh yeah, yeah. How about you?
0: Um, chugging along in my Bond movie quest to watch all of them. Good, good. Uh, last night I watched Diamonds Are Forever, mm-hmm. which is a ridiculous one. Um, they it's it was Sean Connery's last time playing Bond, and I feel like they just went all out in the camp actor.
1: Okay, like mm-hmm. literally
0: one of the girls' name was Plenty O'Toole.
1: Oh, that came up in your um yeah hanging. Yeah, I remember. So this is that. one that
0: plenty of tool, which Bon replies with, You must be named after your father. <laughs> like Ew. Yeah.
1: That's because it's ew. Dick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh she got thrown out the window though. But she landed in a pool and lived. But, but then we drowned in another pool.
1: <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. Do not I I don't show me that one.
0: No, no, no. No, I'm showing you one of the newer ones. I don't think you would appreciate the older ones. I was going to say until you've seen some of the newer ones, but then I just ended it at they are campy and fun. Some of are really campy and fun and ridiculous.
1: I don't dislike campy and fun. Yeah. Like I can get down with some campy and fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Plus, some are just real ridiculous. Like, um, and you only live twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably problematic, but they turn bond Japanese. Which basically uh-huh. just, um, they trained him to be a ninja. Ah. Uh-huh. And then, um, in a lab, they're, like, turning him Japanese, which basically just resulted in, like, a bad wig and glued on some fake eyelids.
1: That's terrible. Also- it was done by
0: the Japanese Secret Services. Like, the- he was in Japan. Like, it doesn't make it okay, but it was just kind of like, I don't even think they used the eyelids. Uh-huh. They kind of just showed them, and then they didn't do anything with them.
1: Now I keep just thinking about that song, though, that's
0: I think I'm turning Japanese. I yeah. think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. I was gonna
1: say that highly inappropriate song yeah. that's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a bop, but it's
0: I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, probably it's... for reasons.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, again, it sucks. But, that, like, that
0: song's old. The actual yeah. tune
1: of that song is like, yeah, fun, except it gets in your head for like seven days after you hear it. I mean, you didn't number
0: five stuck in your head earlier.
1: I know, out of nowhere. It was real weird. I was, because your the name's in the cabinet. Song? Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. Um I'm aware. <laughs> um actually though so I can't I can't television shame anybody from what I've been watching lately. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh so I would never never look down on you for watching.
0: What have you been watching lately? I'm curious. Love is blind. The okay, Netflix I've heard three good week things special. about that. Yeah.
1: Um it's ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous to watch. Oh yeah, there was a woman who gave her dog wine.
0: I mean, uh, I feel like I know people who would do that.
1: Grapes are a little bit toxic to dogs.
0: Didn't know that. Yeah,
1: they're not supposed to eat them at all. Like I've I've had several friends who like there's been a grape on the floor where I've lived, and they were visiting with dogs, and were like, yeah, it's not good. It's (laughs) even worse for cats, I think, but cats would never try to eat a grape, whereas a dog would. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. Uh. And there's a bunch of fun memes about that. Uh. Uh, There's there's a meme frenzy though from the show. Like the memes are the reason to watch it based off
0: the promos. Yeah. And I'm not even like The premise.
1: I like. I enjoy memes, but I'm not like a meme centric person. What? You're
0: not a meme queen. I'm
1: not a meme queen. But there's so many good ones for this. It's made me happy. But it also made me revisit one of my other reality shows I used to watch way back in the day. Um. Married at First Sight is a lifetime reality show.
0: I remember that yes. one. I never watched it. But I remember hearing about it. I think it's it. still on. Oh, for sure.
1: Like it's on season like ten or something. I watching season four right now because that's as far back as Hulu goes.
0: <laughs> um, that's like ninety Day Fiance.
1: Kind yeah, of, like
0: similar premise. That one though, I
1: had. Well, except for that one,
0: I've I, never seen any of these. I
1: think that one they don't actually get married until the end, whereas like. Married at first date, they legit get married the first time they meet.
0: That's crazy. Like,
1: legally binding marriage, and they have to get a divorce at the end if they decide to not stay together after the... Um, I think it's like six weeks or something.
0: Remember when crazy Christians were like, we can't let like, gays get married because they're ruining the sanctity of marriage?
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh, I have some feelings.
1: Yeah. No, no. I, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of weird. To, like, the statistics... It's interesting because some of the couples have actually stayed together. There was the first season. Uh-huh. This is my favorite thing. There's this girl. She... I forget her name, but she cried when she like saw the guy and she was like really upset and like not into him for a very long time. They're still together. They got kids now. Huh. And that's like, I don't know, eight or nine years at this point. Like
2: Dang.
3: not
1: to say that, you know, perfect, but like it seems it may have worked out pretty pretty good for them. Huh. But then the, also the success rate is pretty low overall. Yeah. I think. Um, but it's it is interesting in the fact that there are cultures that believe in like arranged marriage and stuff like I that. I was just gonna say
0: I was talking with some of my um Indian coworkers at work mm-hmm. about arranged marriages. Yeah. And there's some there's pluses. Some, there are, and like it's not just like you, you marry him. There's it seems to be like a little bit of method to the madness. Oh yeah, they get, I couldn't tell you what it is. But
1: there's like um
0: It was interesting. There's
1: sheets. I forget what they're called, but there's like basically like stat sheets. Okay. Of like, um, and this is not true for everybody, but I know like in in some places are like basically like here's like, um, I don't want to say binderful. <laughs> Let's not go back there, please. Um, binderful of women. Oh, just we don't need to. It's stupid political joke. Anyway, anyway, okay. like literally it's just I forget what they're calling him, but there's like he likes this and this and this and she does this for a living and this is where she sees her future going or like this is her aspirations and like kind of things that are good things to know yeah so i think yeah there's a bit more that goes into it some places at least i can't yeah everywhere so i i don't i don't think it's necessarily like oh i want that but i can see the value of it yeah and it is an interesting concept i think the big difference is though a lot of people going into an arranged marriage are raised knowing that they're probably going to go into an uh, or there's a possibility of them going into an arranged marriage, where if you're taking these two people who like that was never their thing, yeah, like never something they were, they were raised with. I think like it's probably a harder thing to yeah work into yeah because you don't ha- you, they don't have the basis of like working towards that, whereas like yeah. If you're if you're going into an arranged marriage, your parents probably also had an arranged marriage. Yeah, and so like that's like you've learned you've you've seen them. Yeah, you know how the how they communicate and how they grew. Yeah, because you saw part of it. I'm gonna stop talking about arranged marriage now. Yeah, <laughs> something I know very little about.
0: I mean, it's an interesting topic, but like, yeah, I'm. It's hard to I'm wrap different. your brain around sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to let you introduce this drink and then I'm going to take my first sip because I've never had one of these. I don't think I'm going to like it, but It's totally fair. I don't know. It's Maybe totally I will.
1: Fair. Um, I will say I did not like this drink for a very long time and then one fateful day somebody gave them to me and I liked it all of a sudden. And I tried them like three or four times before I
0: Do you want me to take a sip and then have my reaction and you'll tell me what it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Uh, it's a complicated reaction. Uh Uh-huh. I. uh,
1: They don't all taste the same.
0: Yeah. And like, it kind of just tastes like spicy soup.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Spicy soup with like a little kick.
1: Mm -hmm. So for those of you who have not guessed yet, uh, we are drinking Bloody Marys right now. Yes. I will say I would like this with, um, I like to put dill pickle juice in mine, but I did not have dill pickle juice. Uh, It's a hard thing to come by at the last minute.
0: I like want to go in for another sip and muscle like I don't know. Let's see.
1: Squeeze the lemon. Um
0: <laughs> Maybe it'll grow on me.
1: You don't have to love it. It's it's a thing. It kind of goes. I'm glad on I at least topic. tried
0: it because it's one of those things for so long that we're like I was like, well maybe you like it. Just try it. And I like I want to be one of those people who's like not willing to try something, but mm-hmm. says they won't like it. So at least now I can have an informed opinion.
1: You can. I will say, though, you should try one, like, down the road a little bit. And they're all a little different. Yeah. This one is a bit spicier. Like, I don't
0: hate it, but mm-hmm. it's also, like, not...
1: Mm-hmm. It would be better, in my, in my opinion, with dill pickle juice and some lime.
0: See, I think that's, like... I'm not a huge fan of, like, briny. Okay. Like, like I don't love... Like I get in a pickle mood every once in a while, mm-hmm. but, like... I'm not, like pickles all like i know people who love that kind of stuff
3: Uh Mm
0: uh-huh my friend mary she like i could put an entire jar of olives in her martini and she would be so happy
1: i wouldn't be upset yeah Ooh, i do keep sipping though and i'm like i put a lot of spice in that
0: i do like the spiciness of it the rim has
1: a lot of spice on it too
0: i feel like it would be a lot worse if it was it tasted more just because i always imagine it just being like tomato like just tasting like tomato
1: juice that's how you know you've gotten a bad one okay like if you're at a place and you get just a tomato juice. just a tomato juice one that's a bad one this is made with like a relatively cheap mix called zing zing but it's like honestly it has spices in it so it already has flavor beyond just tomato juice to start with and honestly like
0: i feel like even in the course of this show we've learned that price isn't everything
1: no exactly in terms
0: of quality because yeah. like honestly that cafe lolita stuff we've been using instead of kalua mm-hmm. i like it way better than Kahlua.
1: yeah i i, I would agree with that
0: and it's like six dollars mm-hmm. a bottle
1: which is not bad at all no and usually you just use it as like part of it so it's like right. you're it's just kind of like that, you're drinking a little bit of that
0: right it's like it's almost like a vermouth where it's just kind of like there's a little bit of it in there but it's not the main mm-hmm. it's not the main
1: no. <laughs> i might need a water <laughs> Okay. Is that okay? I'm so yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I'm like I don't know if I can tell a whole story right now, because I'm like afraid of coughing. I might go get one with you. I'm going to apologize to everybody. We can also edit this out, but we'll leave li- some
0: of it in because I think it's funny.
1: I had a little cough. Yeah. We needed to take a water break. Yeah. But we're back now here on Detroit Strange, our podcast. Yes. Yes. Um. So anyway, going back to a Bloody Mary, yes, it's okay. You don't like it. Again, wait a little while, give it a shot. I didn't like like the first few I tried. They are good. They are a good. I drink too much the night before drink, which is why they're such a popular brunch drink. Yeah, um, and they they do have relevance to what I will be talking about. Okay, the color in particular does.
0: Ooh, I'm interested. I could have gone with
1: any red drink, but then this one actually really makes sense for the.
0: I almost forgot. I had a piece of dark chocolate as a chaser in case I didn't like. In case I needed a chaser for the drink, I don't need it, yeah. but I want it.
1: Yeah, no, go ahead and eat it. But that is a bad combination with a Bloody Oh, Mary. I
0: know. I just—it was the first thing I saw.
1: Okay, I'm gonna assume you don't have you don't have any guesses for what I'm talking about, or you might. Yes, chew that chocolate.
2: Um, do you want? Is it
0: a Radio Shack?
1: Yes, this Bloody Mary was very appropriate for this red Bloody Mary was very appropriate for talking about. radio I knew chat.
0: it. It looks just like the logo. <laughs> um,
1: I would even I'm going to give you clues because this is kind of fun now. Call this a Rouge drink. Oh, is it Nain Rouge? It is Nain Rouge. Oh, is that coming up? That is this month. Oh my God, I love Nain Rouge. Yeah, we're going to go. Yes. Yes. I, I. You will write it in this, your calendar by the end of tonight. When is it? It is a Sunday. Um, I have it written down. The 22nd. Okay. If that's a Sunday. Uh, I will officially say it, though, at the end. Because I I'm have that written so down. I'm so excited. It's I in went, my calendar. I caught,
0: like, the tail end of it last year. Mm-hmm. Like me and Jen.
1: Yeah. Oh, I um, remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um, I'm very excited. Okay, I'll confirm right now. Yeah. The 22nd. I'm so excited. Yeah. It will be so much fun. It is a blast.
0: I had such a good time last year. I only came for the dance party.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you have to come and you have to do the whole parade this time.
0: Into parade. But let's I talk about what that is. I don't love watching parades, you but don't, I could be in a parade. I was going to say you're in it. it yeah.
1: Uh, so we are going to be talking about Nain Rouge. I My sources come from a few different places, so I might kind of say some of them throughout.
2: Uh-huh.
1: A lot of it came from Wikipedia. Nainrouge.com, A little bit from the Metro Times. A lot of it came also from a book called Legends of Le Trois. Yes. So first of all, we're going to talk about the actual translation of Nain Rouge. Yes. And it basically means red dwarf. OK. And some also have called him the demon of the Strait. Yep. And his appearance is said to prestige misfortune.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Um, it actually starts, though, with the early French settlers. And a lot of them were coming from the Normandy region of France. In the Normandy region of France, there are tales of the Luton. Which is a type of hobgoblin, and can be somewhat compared to the Native American legend of the impish offspring of the stone god.
0: I love a good hobgoblin. I know.
1: <laughs> um, so, while there are multiple narratives about the name, they all start with Antoine de la Mothe Cadillac. So, Cadillac. oh yeah. So a little bit more about the legend, but he basically could bewilder and dazzle all who came into his focus. Others say that the name is small with red or black fur covering an animal like body, but with the face of an old man and blazing red eyes and rotten teeth.
0: I think I've seen him before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I've gone on a date with him before. (laughs) Okay, so nothing actually shows up that the legend existed in the 1700s when Cadillac was actually in Detroit. The earliest recorded piece about the name was this Hamlin's Legends of Detroit, published in 1883, which was about 180 years after Cadillac would have been cursed. Okay. So it's the first actual written acknowledgement of him. So it's kind of derived into this thing now where many say, and we will talk about opposing sides to this later, that the Nain Rouge's appearance would bring terrible events for the city. He's said to have appeared a number of times, including July 30th, 1763, before the Battle of um, Bloody Blood Run. I think it's Bloody Run. Bloody Run, yeah, yeah. that's uh, Elmwood <laughs> Yes, Cemetery. yes, I was going to say, I wrote this very wrong. Callback. So <laughs> Battle of Bloody Run, where 58 British soldiers were killed by Chief Pontiac's Ottawa tribe. It is said that the Nain Rouge danced amongst the, Amongst the corpses on the backs of the Detroit River at the battle. Gross. <laughs>
3: um,
1: then the river turned red with blood, as history tells us. Yeah. Um, the Nain Rouge is also blamed for all the misfortunes that fell upon William Hull, who was the governor in general that led to the surrender of Detroit in the War of 1812. Okay. Yeah. The sightings continue. Two utility workers claim to have seen him just before the 1967 riots. Okay. I could not find any more information about that specifically, just that two people said they saw him. Yeah. Um, he was spotted before an ice storm in 17, 1976, where utility workers saw what they thought was a child climbing a utility pole before a particularly brutal snow sto- snowstorm that crippled the city
0: Damn. for like days. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, he was also said to have appeared before the infamous 1805 fire, which nearly destroyed the entire city.
0: Damn. That's the one on the seal, right? The city,
1: the where
0: it's like the one woman crying or the city, the other woman be like, Hey, it'll be okay.
1: Yes, I think so. Okay. I know you're t- like, Yeah, I think that's it. Um, there's been a couple, so we kind of have a different take on the Nine Rouge now, which we'll get to in a little bit. The, ce- the celebratory versions of it, um, but I want to go back to Legends of Le Dutoire by Marie Caroline Watson Hamlin. So, Girl, pick a name. Why you got four? I don't know. She's probably Catholic. Fair. I feel like that's... yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, I want to go back to her version, because again, this is the first written form of yeah. this thing, you know, and dealing with something that happened almost 200 years before this uh. was written. So the story goes that Cadillac and a bunch of other important French officer dudes, this is how I literally wrote this down, uh. um because I read this book well this section of the book we're sitting around having dinner and drinking quote unquote rare generous wine of the noted cellars
2: barefoot cool yes (laughs) and penguin yes
1: Um, at a castle of St. Louis in Quebec on the evening of March 10th 1701 they were honoring Monsieur Le Cadillac Sir de Duerger and Mont Désert
0: ancestors of Karen D
1: yes I mean, Cadillac, that yeah. that one I recognize. Um, so I think that was actually his full name, though, to be uh, honest, like he had some other titles.
0: He gave himself most of those titles, though.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was special. Yeah. So he had just returned from France, bringing with him a command from the colonial minister and the grant of tract of land, which are just, I don't know, like important French dudes, uh-huh. basically. And they gave him basically 15 acres, and he could build La De Trois, where he saw fit to build a fort and start the colony. Okay. So they were like, hey, you know that land that we just found that other people live on? Here you go. Yeah. Take it wherever you want. Um. Everyone has a really good time, as everybody does at these kind of mixers. Oh, yeah. When a servant came over and whispered something into the host's ear, the host then turned to the guest and said, Monsieur, an old fortune teller, graces to enter. Shall I bid her do so? Everyone was feeling pretty good. Uh, so they all said, we oui, monsieur." you. Yes. One dude suggested that they all switch places as to puzzle the old witch. Uh, in case she had learned anything from the servants previous to entering. They weren't having any of that John Edwards, the psychic BS yeah. crap there. That guy who used to be on TV and like. Then it was found out later that, like, um, the producers and stuff would, like, talk to the guests beforehand and, like, feed her, them. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they'd barely been able to switch their seats when the doors opened up and an old woman stood in the doorway.
2: Ooh.
1: It sounded like it was pretty weird. Uh-huh. So everyone got a little awkward and just started murmuring. Um, and then they, they were surprised, but they, they greeted her. Like oh yeah. oh 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 hi hi hey. welcome oh yes welcome, lady, um she was on of unusual height, I wrote, WTF does that mean?
2: Yeah, that's are we talking
1: like unusually tall, unusually short? I'm gonna be one of those like, two. Like she's like six Evil inches? Queen and Snow White that's before she
0: was the Evil Queen or when she's not get the, the apple hag, part the the apple.
1: yeah yeah that's what i was also kind of imagining but i don't know it just says unusual height um she had a dark swarthy complexion Ooh. restless glittering eyes fun was dressed kind of funky love that but her clothes went with her whole vibe and look
0: you gotta match the vibe
1: yeah um this of course is like my translation of this like book written in the 1800s um someone yelled what's your name she replied in a deep, full voice. They call me Mère they Manique Mère, La Sorcière. And of course, there was a black cat on her left shoulder. <laughs> I'm sorry, a, a black meager cat. It couldn't just be a regular black cat. It had to be meager.
0: How's she got a cat on her shoulder? I don't
1: know. This woman's Claws? a witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorcière. Oh, yes. Or yes, sorcier. Sorcier? Yes. No, that's that's a sauce maker. Saucier? um so everyone's palms were stretched out for her to look at them (laughs) are you done yeah (laughs) uh if she hesitated the cat would lick her ear okay so like if she like looked at a palm and was like oh no then the cat licked her ear to like comfort her i don't know why the cat licked her ear but the cat licked her ear so many were the lively sallies as she betrayed some marked peculiarity of the guest that's from the book yeah I love that saying because basically everyone was a Twitter while she like read their palms. Like they were all like, oh, my gosh, like
2: what's going on? Oh, my gosh, yeah. what's
1: going on? Um, it said at a time, her knowledge seemed somewhat supernatural. Uh-huh. And then she came to Cadillac, a skeptic. Of course. Mm-hmm. He said, "Ma bonne mère, See what you can tell me of the future. I care not for the past. Uh-huh. So she scanned his face. Grabbed a large bowl, she then poured something from a decoratively, decoratively carved silver vial she retrieved from her boobs, which is a great storage place, by the way. Oh yeah, I'm sorry that you I don't, don't have, have this that. pleasure, but like great storage place. Yeah. Um, the liquid was clear but heavy, like quicksilver, so mercury. Yeah. She held Cadillac's hand and stared into the basin and said, "Sure, yours is a strange destiny." A dangerous journey you will soon undertake.
0: You will become the namesake of a luxury car brand.
1: Anne, you, you will found a great city which one day will have more inhabitants than New France now possesses. Many children will nestle around your fireside. She paused, but Cadillac asked her to continue. Mon Chevalier, I wish you had not commanded me to go on for dark clouds are arising and I see dimly your star. The policy you intend pursuing in selling liquor to the savages, contrary to the advice of the Jesuits, will cause you much trouble and be the cause of your ruin. In years to come, your colony will be the scene of strife and bloodshed. The Indians will be treacherous. The hated English will struggle for its possession, but under a new flag, it will reach a height of prosperity, which you never in your wild, wildest dreams pictured. You will bask in a sunnier climate, but France will claim your last sigh. So she was Damn. like, you're going to be greedy, bitch. That greed is going to get to you. Other people are going to like benefit off of it who are not you because you're greedy. Shut the fuck up and you're going to die in France. <laughs> I mean, she was right. She was. So Cadillac quickly asked, though, because this was his biggest concern. Yeah. Shall my children inherit my possessions? She responded. Your future and theirs lies in your own hands. Beware of undue ambition. It will mar all your plans. Appease the name Rouge. Beware of offending him. Should you be thus unfortunate, not a vestige of your inheritance will be given to your heirs. Your name will be scarcely known in the city you founded.
0: There, she got that wrong.
1: Yes and no. I feel like I didn't know, though, for like a long time. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't why. know who Cadillac
0: was. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's almost worse. Like having your name be a brand and like nobody know that you were an actual person.
1: Yeah. I mean, I figured it was an actual person, but I didn't know he was like.
0: Right. The founder of Detroit.
1: Yeah. And then also, yeah, a lot of people know who he is, but they know him because of these like, poor... I feel like at a time he was kind of celebrated and stuff, but I feel like more people are starting to become aware of like.
0: The shitty things.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I feel like there's more awareness of that now or maybe I I don't know. Maybe I might also be living in a myopic hole of my own existence and like, my friends but like, yeah you know so everyone was really really impressed with this they were like holy crap she got out a bowl there was a vial and she said some creepy ass shit she
0: poured some boob juice in there and went to town
1: yeah so the party died down afterwards and cadillac told his wife of the prophecy because of course she probably wasn't at this cool party um but to his surprise she also looked at it with great importance so she was like uh no dude we gotta we we gotta consider this." Yeah. Um, The next day, Cadillac said bye-bye, Quebec. He took his 50 soldiers and 50 artisans and voyagers towards Detroit. Included in these numbers was a father valiant who was a Jesuit. Cadillac was not fond of the Jesuits as they were powerful and did not like the sale of brandy to the um, Native Americans, Uh which happened to be a very large revenue source for early colonists. They left June 5th, and by June 24th, they made it to Belle Isle, not too long after arriving at a cover at the foot of present-day Griswold Street. OK, so the Ottawa's and Huron tribes had villages nearby and greeted their new French neighbors, as did a few of the French men who were already living in the area. The next day a ceremony was held and, um the building of Fort Pontchartrain commenced. Uh-huh. Uh, Detroit was founded and was part one. Oh, in part one of the fortune teller's predictions were. Yeah, basically already done. Yeah. So things kept going for a while. Development kept happening. His children were due to inherit a lot. And his name was going down in history. Yeah. He was on a walk with his wife one dusk, telling her of, you know, just normal stuff and being like, look at all these great things that have happened, blah, blah, blah. When they passed by two others holding a conversation, Jean Baptiste, one of the people was saying, Yes, our senor of the Dos Blanc, which means. The white backs, basically, the wig dudes the, uh-huh. the with the powder on their face and it goes yeah. on their back and stuff. Yeah, Carry themselves very high with their silver plate and fine clothing. Whilst we poor habitants must pay double for everything. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar no. at yeah. all. Uh, even our petite coup de, de vieux. Which I think means inhabitant, like where you live. Yeah. I think. Um, the other man replied, things cannot run very long. My wife saw... A few days ago, La Petite Homme Rouge. And. But that's all Cadillac could hear. He didn't hear the rest of the conversation. Uh-huh. So his wife grasped his hand and said, Did you not hear La Petite Homme Rouge? Is that the Nain Rouge? And Cadillac brushed this off. His wife went on, Beware of the Nain Rouge. Was that what the prophetess told you? When he should come, misfortune was nigh. So what did Cadillac do?
0: <laughs> Whatever.
1: He laughed at her. Yeah. yeah. Have you not forgotten that nonsense of a silly old fortune teller? And then he basically was like, let's go home. Let's blow this place. Like, Uh what? So they walked home in silence because she was probably a little bit like. The fuck? Yeah, jackass. And he was probably overthinking and analyzing all of it, I'm going to assume, too. Because, I mean, that is a weird thing to overhear. Yeah. So then. Dun, dun, dun. (sighs) The figure of a dwarf crossed their path. Red face. Bright, glistening eyes. Instead of burning, it froze. Instead of possessing depth, it emitted a cold gleam-like reflection. Its eyes basically looked like a polished surface, like a void, but polished. Yeah. Bewildering and dazzling all who came into its focus. Its grinning mouth displayed sharp, pointed teeth. Uh Yeah. His wife whispered, It is the name Rouge. Cadillac then struck the creature with a cane and yelled, Get out of my way, you red imp! Uh Ah. a mocking laugh pierced the air, and the creature vanished. Cadillac's wife began to scream. You've offended him. Your impetuousness will bring you and yours to your ruin. She was pissed. Yeah. You were told to beware of annoying the demon, and in your ungovernable temper, you do just otherwise. I wrote typical man. Yeah. Misfortune will soon be out portion. Nope. Misfortune. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly after that, Cadillac visited Montreal and was arrested by his enemies, uh, as someone kind of mentioned might happen. Yeah. Uh, he then had to sell his his land in Detroit to pay for his trial. Uh-huh. He was forced to Louisiana uh, uh, as governor, but he died in a castle in France, as mentioned. sounds
0: familiar. Mentioned. Only someone would have predicted this. And yeah.
1: And his children never inherited one acre of his estates. Uh-huh. Um, for the next hundred years, his colony was the scene of strife, war, and massacre. Mm-hmm. The flag changed five times. Yeah, the nain is now, for some, considered a banshee, which is uh, or the demon of City of the Straits. And whenever he appeared, it was a sure sign of impending evil. As I kind of mentioned. Uh Now what do we do with the nain rouge?
0: We party and.
1: It's our own Mardi Gras, basically. And it was actually, it's only, it's not that old of a celebration. We're going to get to that in a little bit. I mean, a lot of people celebrate it in different ways. There are a few, like the Detroit Beer Company in the past has made something called the Detroit Dwarf Lager. In 2015, Woodberry Wine, who's a distributor and wholesaler, teamed up with Kindred Vines and introduced Nain Rouge Red, which was a, a... French red wine blend uh. there's comic books caliber comics published Nain Rouge the red legend a graphic novel depiction of the tale I know I've seen there I forget what it's called and I should look this, this up but I know I've seen there's um like a tour of the city with the Nain Rouge like book uh-huh. um there's tons of Nain Rouge t-shirts sweatshirts you know things of that nature and each spring in March there is a celebration the March of Nain Rouge and it is a gathering and the purpose is to chase the name out of the city. So it starts in the cast Corridor and it starts basically at Cass and Canfield right outside of Traffic Jam Snug.
2: Yeah.
1: And it goes all the way downcast to the Masonic Temple. Anyone is allowed to be in the parade. You just have to like join up. If you're going to have a big group, they do, you know, say you should register and stuff like that yeah uh, but there's like a big party before the parade and one right after so before the parade everybody kind of gathers everybody also wears costumes to so that when the name returns the next year he won't recognize those who chased him out the year before that's and won't so fun. be yeah and won't be able to seek out vengeance against them specifically
0: uh-huh.
1: also costumes are just rad and fun
0: yeah it's like <laughs> i literally had no idea this happened when mm-hmm. you told me it last year like not the whole story obviously but like or uh, you're saying you got Nain Rouge. I'm like, what the hell is that? And you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I caught the tail end of it. And I'm like, it's so cool. I like, I love this for Detroit.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, so like beforehand, they have recordings that like the name has said. And I just wrote a couple down from some of the previous years. Well, they,
0: the ones they're playing like. Yeah. Outside, yeah. Yeah.
1: So things like, I love landing my private plane at city airport. <laughs> Guess who cut off your water? Me. Let's change the name of Detroit to North Windsor.
3: <laughs>
1: I put paid parking meters in your neighborhood. I put a hair in your sandwich. I'm the reason they banned beads at the St. Patrick's Day parade. I'm your friend who can't figure out the check. <laughs> That's one of my personal favorites. I parked in your bike lane. I keep Detroit, Texas high, the highest in the state. Hey, are you coming to my DJ night?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm not sure if your insurance rates are high enough yet. I set my sitcom in Detroit. Uh-huh. I ride a fixed gear bicycle, <laughs> and there's—I mean, there's plenty more too. Oh, That's just yeah. like a sampling of them. So everybody gathers, and then it does have kind of a Mardi Gras theme. And I didn't know this until I started researching for this. So the parade is actually started in 2010. Okay, so fairly recent. Yeah. I mean, like in the long, you know, stream of things. Um, and it was started by then law school student at Wayne State, Francis Grunau, Grunau, and Joe Uhl after a beer fueled conversation talking about how they wanted to see Detroit take on Mardi Gras. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Cause there is like, um, like Caribbean dancers and like, th- there's something like, very, there was different...
0: a person playing a fire trumpet.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it does have a Mardi Gras kind of vibe to it with like yeah. the, um, the, the type of performances and stuff that be, I mean, anything goes pretty much, but like yeah. it does have that. Uh, the idea took off and now 11 years later, cause this, I believe will be the 11th year. I know 20 to 10 should be 10. Maybe yeah. Whatever. math. Oftentimes, the parade will have floats, New Orleans style marching bands. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of marching bands. Yeah. Uh, Caribbean dancers, fire breathers and more. So it's.
0: She was breathing fire through a trumpet. <laughs> amazing.
1: That is amazing.
0: I could barely play the trumpet, let alone with fire.
1: I played the trumpet in high school. I didn't know that. Yeah, I played a silver one, too. I was not very good. But yeah, I did. Me neither. Uh-
0: <laughs> I, I was-, was last year a lot.
1: I was first, second trumpet. Usually, so I was like right in the middle. Like I didn't want to try hard enough to like be in the first. I was in the first section a couple times, but I was always like the last chair. And I was like, I'd rather be the first one in the sec because like nobody cares about the second trumpet.
0: I was usually dead last or like second to dead last, and (laughs) I'm gonna blame my mom because she just would sign my paper and not like practice at home.
1: Oh, that was me in middle school. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't have practice papers in high school that I remember.
0: Yeah, I only played middle school. I played all three years in middle school.
1: Yeah yeah trumpet
0: <laughs> yeah and i oh, also yeah. broke like at least once a year then uh, mm-hmm. bend, bend a valve and had to send it in
1: oh what were you doing i don't know you weren't even a marching band
0: it was an old trumpet i think
1: i had an old trumpet for it was I a had, hand-me-down i i had one of the rented ones to start and then i think i had an old trumpet for a while and then i had a used silver trumpet like everybody uh-huh. else had like there are other people's silver trumpets they all had these like two thousand dollar ones and stuff that are like pristine and gorgeous and beautiful and i mean i was very appreciative of mine but it was like a little bit more loved
0: yeah mine was very loved which is why i think the valves could yeah i don't know if the person used it before me was in marching band makes sense
1: i yeah i'm i did marching band for one year
0: oh really yeah
1: it's a story for another day so anyway, wait, one of them basically said we were talking about how a place like New Orleans and Detroit have a lot of similarities, especially around their French heritage and founding and how New Orleans has Mardi Gras and Detroit really doesn't, Grinnau told Metro Times in 2014. Uh-huh. So it's always the Sunday after the vernal equinox, which is the first day of spring.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And this year's will be March 22nd, as I mentioned. So it kind of starts around noon. You can go a little earlier, but really there's like not a ton going on. You know, yeah. there might be a little bit here or there. The actual parade starts walking around one thirty. They encourage you to bring a crew, K-R-E-W-E, which is basically at Mardi Gras, any group that joins together to throw a ball or a parade. Yes. So a crew. You um, have a
0: Detroit strange crew.
1: Yeah. Build a flow. You can perform music, coordinate themed costumes, represent your Detroit neighborhood, whatever you want to do. If you do have a group group, they... Say register it though. Yeah, you can come and taunt the name. You can do this online if you'd like to at Marchienne Rouge, and they'll throw them at him during the parade because they say stuff back to him sometimes too. Uh-huh. Costumes are often black and red theme, but they don't definitely don't have to be. There was a really cru- uh, cute crew of like bee people, uh-huh. I think, the last couple years. Oh, uh-huh. um for example, so it can be whatever you want.
0: I mean, red and black are like my favorite colors, so yeah, mine's gonna be red and black. Yeah,
1: uh many local businesses will have deals going on, which you can actually check out at the Marchienne Rouge. Uh, website they'll put them up whenever they have them uh-huh. there's an interesting interview that i found on youtube from 2013 where wxyz did an interview with the name but he's like in the dark shadows uh-huh. like talking about it uh it was just like a fun little watch yeah there was a movie but i couldn't find much more about it called devil's night dawn of the name rouge i'm not sure what happened to it huh there's a little bit about it on uh production but that being said so those are the people who are going, who are try, try to chase the name out. There is actually a counter group.
0: Oh, of course. Who want to wreak havoc, watch the world burn.
1: No, it's not uh, even that. It's the opposite. It's that they, they just think love he's the Nain Rouge. Mi- he's misunderstood, which oh. actually there's, there's, there's some thoughts here. So um, they're called the friends of the Nain Rouge and they say, we are the Nain Rouge. Stop name shame. They have signs. You'll, you will see uh, them. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think like you remember that now. And
1: they claim that he shows up to warn the city. So uh-huh. yes, he came before all these bad things.
0: But he but was as a warning.
1: A warning. Oh, he was not causing them. They were going to happen anyway. He was just being like, "Heads up, dudes." Yeah. So they want to help protect our protector. Uh huh. Uh, they claim that going back even farther, there was an Algon- uh to the Algon. Al-
0: Algonquin. Algonquin.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Why I can Algonquin.
0: It's like when I said, Al-Gon- try to say encyclopedia. Why can't
1: I do it, Algonquin? Algonquin. Algonquin.
0: Yeah. Um, this is your encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> moment.
1: <laughs> um, in the Algonquin called uh,
0: <laughs> we got it, we got it. I feel
1: it. so stupid. Um, they had a a myth which says the Glooskap, which is which created the earth and men and other beings like fairies and dwarfs.
0: Uh-huh. What did you call me? <laughs>
1: So there were there there were basically nature spirit nature spirits to protect protect different regions from Gluscap's evil brother Malsum. Okay. Um when European missionaries came to Michigan, the tribal gods and supernatural creatures were all turned into demons and evil spirits in order to be forgotten. Uh uh-huh. So basically like everything was going cool, everybody's great, like whatever. Then there was this evil brother who came along and basically when everybody from Europe came on over um in order to kind of protect these protectors uh uh-huh. they they kind of um hid them okay if that makes sense and they 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 turned them into demons and evil spirits to kind of like so they wouldn't be targeted uh uh-huh. so the name is not the cause of unhappiness but the ancient warning sign that distress may be ahead of us early tales of him from the late 1880s tell stories of the name reacting to situations so if you really look at some of these older stories, like he got hit with a cane. Yeah. And then he went away. <laughs> like, yeah, seems normal. Yeah. Um, And there's actually a Twitter called at uh, real name Rouge.
2: Love that. Yes.
1: So there it's a lighthearted protest. Yeah. Uh, oh, the of The banishment course. of the parade. Yeah. Um, Saying he's, you know, and when the population is down, no one should be banished. So they're saying. We welcome everybody. Yeah. The population has been growing a little bit, but like it's still growing right now. Yeah. um, Especially those who haven't been there the longest. We have a, a lot of newer inhabitants of the city as well. Yeah. And the Nain Rouge is the oldest. Yeah. So their parade itself too, um, in recent times has drawn an estimated 5,000 participants or observers a year, mm-hmm. which is pretty big. Yeah. It's doing pretty particularly well. So yeah. So that's like most of what I found about the Nain Rouge. I'm sure there is some more information about that that's like the bulk of it yeah i believe there's actually another counter group too that i can't remember the name of but it is a lot of fun just going on the parade is a lot of fun seeing all the costumes is a lot of fun and then even like the thing down at the masonic because there is and I, I didn't mention this here but you saw this last year too there's always like a little thing at the end where it's a presentation almost where like the name addresses the city yeah um and he kind of talks and then at the end of it like he's like kind of let's all party asked to leave oh. <laughs> and then everybody goes in the masonic temple and dances and sometimes there's i don't know brownies for sale or something i don't know yeah i feel like there was a baked good for sale last year that somebody bought that was really good
0: probably Jen. yeah she's the queen of finding baked goods
1: okay yeah yeah there There was something because i remember being like i didn't even know people sold stuff here yeah uh but it's cool it's like open to anybody who wants to come it's fun it's it's so very much lighthearted.
0: Fun. and i'm so happy you did this now so i can start planning my costume Mm -hmm. because last year i think i just wore a red sweater and i felt like a turd
1: well you can show up in whatever but it is more fun to wear a costume
0: right you know me though i love a costume
1: you were like dipping your toes last year yeah you were seeing what it's all about so you could do it right this year exactly yeah no it's such a wildly good time it's like one of my favorite days of the year
0: same yeah i'm so excited
1: yeah somewhere to name rose yes yeah maybe we'll even do some follow-up stuff afterwards about it or something
0: it be fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: thank we you don't... for doing that. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I was so excited. I've been so stoked to do this. Yeah. So stoked.
0: Uh, and I love learning more. The whole legend. Um, Honestly, as you were saying, I was thinking like, when's Disney get their hands on this? This is their next story.
1: <laughs> I would actually love to see some sort of um movie adaptation. But I would love it to be done right. Because I could see this going very, very wrong, too. Oh, 100%. So,
0: like,
1: yeah. Please, the right person, get their hands on this yeah although i do i mean if anybody knows anything about the movie i did mention there it was it was a modern day movie there was a trailer for it that i watched and it was basically like it was in detroit and like things were going wrong and then somebody mentioned something about the name rouge but i couldn't again find any information on like if this would ever was released anywhere or anything like that
2: yeah
1: huh yeah and it was a couple of years ago too so i don't think it would still i don't know but if anybody has inf- any information about it i'm all ears
0: yeah, it's another thing you can email us about. Yes. <laughs> Nain Rouge, Jimmy Hoffa, Anna Gastier,
1: And something else.
0: Yeah, but are you ready for in the line now?
1: I'm so ready.
0: So I am an asshole oh,
1: because I picked Girl Scout cookies Uh huh. that I
0: do not have Girl Scout cookies to offer you.
1: That is a bummer. I haven't I had any this year yet.
0: I'm ordering more, so I will have some soon.
1: Are you getting Samoas? Yeah. Yes. Thin Mints? Of course. Okay. Well, and actually, isn't there a lemon one? That one's pretty good too.
0: I think they actually may have discontinued that.
1: Okay. See that I can't keep up with the other ones. Tagalongs are okay, but they're not like my jam. So like,
0: see, I love a tagalong.
1: It's just, if it was dark chocolate, super into it. Oh
0: yeah, I would like Morphe's dark chocolate. Mm.
1: So I I can just Samoa's and Thin Mints. That's all I need. Yeah, that's all I need.
0: All I need. I want to get um uh, a bunch of Thin Mints because I have a milkshake maker. Ooh, like one of those old yeah. timey ones that has just like the yeah. weird little stick thing. Yeah. Um. So I want to make milkshakes with
1: thin minutes yes. of them. Although you shouldn't waste Girl Scout cookies. What you should do, uh-huh. all these, sells really cheap versions. Okay. And then you still have the Girl Scout ones to eat like in their hole. That's true. You don't have to do that. Also, we can make them someday.
0: Make Girl Scout cookies?
1: Oh, yeah. I've made, um. well, I made vegan Samoas, which actually were pretty good. And then I made Mints, but I don't think those were vegan. This is years ago, so I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. There's recipes. Okay. Love to try that. Yeah. In the off season, I would never not want to support a Girl Scout. Right. I will always support them.
0: Yeah. But it was one. You were?
1: Yeah. I was very bad at cookie sales. It's, <laughs>
0: we do the same thing for Boy Scouts. We sold popcorn, and I feel it would do worse. I
1: feel like the yeah, popcorn it was because so
0: overpriced. I was going to
1: say, and nobody's like, People are excited for Girl Scout cookies. Like, right. nobody's like, ooh, Boy Scout popcorn. They're like, I'll support you. Like, Exactly. Popcorn's good, but like,
0: it's popcorn. Especially because it's way overpriced. Yeah. But, so, just like, quick facts at the top. There are two bakeries that make all the Girl Scout cookies, which the article I read was like, there's only two bakeries that make all the Girl Scout cookies. Like, bitch, like, Keebler. There's only one Keebler and they make all those kinds of cookies. It's not that impressive.
1: Yeah, it can just be a really big production facility. Right.
0: Right, so there are two companies, ABC Smart Cookies and Little Brownie Bakers, and that's <laughs> why um, it's cute. Yeah, although it does just make me think they have like the little young young and Girl Scouts just working machines making cookies. Less cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's why uh, some of the cookies have different names in different regions. So like,
1: oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, because I
0: knew Samoa as Caramel Delights. Oh no, um, that's what I grew up the like Caramel Delights. That's what the Caramel Delights are. But then the, the name changed to Samoa. But
1: I think they were always Samoas for me.
0: I don't know why, but I just remember them being Caramel Delights. And then I remember distinctly them changing to Samoa and same with Tagalongs. They were pepper. They're peanut butter patties.
1: No, they were always Tagalongs.
0: No, I remember like,
1: OK, but I didn't grow up that far from you. That's why I I'm know. like shocked by this, because where I grew up, I'm almost because I sold them.
0: Yeah, there is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but I just remember, like... I'm speechless. Yeah. But, so that's the reason why they do have different names. But, and I mean, there was more bakeries, so maybe when there was more bakeries, they were divided up regions a little bit more. But, because now it seems like it's just state by state, almost. Except for, for some reason, Chicago's supplied by one.
1: Except for Canton and Commerce.
0: Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to fact check with my mom, make sure they were called... Caramel delights when you're we growing up because I distinctly remember because I remember being like, "What the fuck is Samoa?" and I was like, "That's a caramel delight. How dare you!"
1: I always remember Samoa.
0: Um. Anyway. Well, here are my facts. Yes. So the bakeries have the option to make whatever cookies and whatever recipes they want, except for three cookies. These three cookies are mandatory: peanut butter sandwiches, otherwise known as si doughs, thin mints, and the shortbread. Slash trefoils, depending on the region. The first Girl Scout cookie was a simple chocolate chip cookie.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: And the most popular Girl Scout... Wait, these are
1: actual facts, not my... Are these my three?
0: Yeah, sorry, that was fact number two. The first Girl Scout cookie was a simple chocolate chip cookie. Okay, okay. And fact number three, the most popular Girl Scout cookie is the Thin Mint.
1: I'm going to go with one being the lie.
0: No, that's true. They, those are the three that they have to make, which I was also like peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, that's why who I buys those went
1: with that being the lie. Yeah, even really. I mean, I've heard dosey dough, but I would not have known what one was.
0: There must just be something old ass executives like
1: those are the ones I love the most. Those are my favorite ones. And everybody loves those ones. Those are so classic.
0: Yeah, I my friend at work, who is my cook, girl's cookie dealer, uh-huh. said that, um, She says they're good to sell to people who have dogs because they are dog friendly. So maybe that's it. I don't know.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And maybe it's because it's one that doesn't have chocolate. But also the shortbread doesn't have chocolate.
1: Yeah. Also, they've made like lemon cream ones for a while. Yeah. yeah.
0: They've had a bunch of rejected or not rejected, now defunct flavors or discontinued. That's (laughs) the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So, yeah, you have two and three left. The first Girl Scout cookie was a simple chocolate chip cookie. And the most popular Girl Scout cookie is a thin mint.
1: I really think number three is true, so it's probably the lie. So we're going to go with number three.
0: Number three is true.
1: Dang it. I should have gone with my gut.
0: Um. So number one is Thin Mint. Number two is Samoa. Number three is Tagalongs. Okay. In terms of sales.
1: So it wasn't a first chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to try to guess what it was. Okay. Is it the shortbread one? Nope. Is it? Give me one more guess. Is it a do si No. That's why I loved them so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. So Go it was actually
0: just a simple sugar cookie. Oh. So in 1917, um, it was when the first cookies were made, and it was just one tr- troop called the Mistletoe Troop of Muskogee, Oklahoma, when it- they quote stopped kissing people and began selling simple sugar cookies in their high school cafeteria as a service project.
1: Oh, cute. Which
0: okay. I'm like, why were they kissing people? Wait, yeah. <laughs> they had no explanation for that. I'm like,
1: wait, what was the name of the place though?
0: Muskogee, Oklahoma.
1: Oh, so maybe it was like a teen sex campaign, basically, like like an old fashioned teen sex campaign.
0: Of like kissing booth kind of thing?
1: Well, like eat cookies instead of kissing people and getting pregnant. Do you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: see, I read it as like, here's their new fundraising technique instead of kissing people, here's some cookies. Oh. <laughs> Um,
1: my brain goes to weird i mean that could be it sometimes. too it
0: just literally didn't explain so i okay. was just like was like what the hell like uh-huh. so yeah just some other fun facts i stumbled upon okay mm-hmm. honorable mentions if you will honey boo boo was banned from selling girl scout cookies <laughs> because she was selling autograph boxes to them online even oh though she gosh. wasn't a girl scout
1: that's so gross yeah
0: Uh, During World War II, due to ingredient shortages, they tried to supplement by selling calendars. Oh, and here's just some fun discontinued flavors. There's forget me nots, which was a granola cookie, which I can't imagine why that didn't last.
1: (laughs) Everybody forgot them.
0: Rah rah raisins.
1: Also not a mystery. Cookies
0: with raisins and Greek yogurt flavored chunks.
1: Oh, so that was more recent then. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, with Greek yogurt flavored chunks. That was in the last decade. But you think with a name like rah rah raisin? they thought it would pep people up all right they they were trying to go healthy i mean like That's fake true. you know fake healthy not like right. real healthy but yeah
0: like those stupid like 100 calorie dessert snack things
1: yes or they were such the rage
0: little cakes?
1: yeah yes and like but then people would eat like two or three of them like th- two or three packages yeah and they're like i'm healthy right <laughs> no
0: yeah iced berry piñatas they were sugar cookies with a berry jam center and icing
1: why did those? That sounds fun. Right. Sign me up.
0: Uh Hoedowns, which was just another name for tagalongs from a third bakery that no longer makes them, apparently.
1: OK. Uh
0: Which, how could a bakery go under making Girl Scout cookies?
1: Know. You know?
0: Uh, and then Vancho's, vanilla and chocolate creams.
1: <laughs> That's a weird name. Yeah. I mean, I get vanilla chocolate, but like, oh, were yeah. they trying to make it sound like nachos? Vancho? I don't know. That's a weird Maybe. name. Maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe it was like it makes me uncomfortable that name for some reason. I don't know why, yeah, but it just doesn't.
0: It's kind of a gross name.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't sound appealing.
0: It's the "anch" sound. I feel like unless yeah. it's ranch,
1: like "anchos."
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: kind of is like a vaginal start too. Oh so yeah, that like... "v" sound. Yeah, just not good. Yeah, not good name. No. Yeah. Uh, I liked the lemon cream ones. I don't know what they were. They were like a sandwich cookie with like a like. Oh
0: yeah, I know exactly like, what yeah, you're talking about the vanilla
1: with like the like an Oreo setup, but like vanilla cookie lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. middle. Yeah, they actually the
0: make best. those as Oreos now. Like Oreo has a lemon Oreo. They're delicious.
1: Okay, I've not tried those. They're delicious. I'm very behind in my Oreo game. Um, they got too wild.
0: They have. They've gotten real out there. And I can't
1: be. I, I buy like one thing of Oreos a year
0: i yeah i don't buy them super often just because i have no self-control so i the don't same
1: i buy them like to take somewhere like to a party or like a the, gathering you or bought something like, like
0: nothing but stuff oreos or whatever they're yes. called
1: mega stuff mega stuff okay to bring here
0: <laughs> i think I they, like, were, they, I the they just looked these. like someone took two double stuff oreos apart uh-huh. and smacked the two stuffing sides together
1: they looked like childhood okay i had a neighbor who used to do that like legit like i so I was like three or four when I knew this neighbor. So I have very few memories of her. Uh-huh. Her name was Elizabeth. She's like five or something, let's say.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So she was the older, cool kid. Yeah. So I would see her because my mom would, you know, set up stuff. And I remember she would take the Oreos. And I remember she would put like five Oreos worth of um frosting onto uh-huh. like one sandwich. And she was like, this is how you do it. <laughs> it was like... I don't know. Again, this is like a weird memory that I should not even remember, but I remember very vividly.
0: It's one of those things that just like... Everyone has those kind of memories where yeah. it's like, I don't know why it sticks up my brain, but it does.
1: Yeah. I got some weird ones from that... From her specifically, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that wraps us then. We do want to remind you that this Friday at the Film Lab, we'll be there. It's our next... It's our live show. ba 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 ba
1: Yeah, no, we're really excited. We are... Um, we're finalizing some details. So you can go over to the Facebook event, which you can get to from our social media. Yeah. Um, and we will be putting st- stuff there as it gets finalized, but we will be talking about some stuff. We'll be sipping on some things. Uh, and of course we are going to be afterwards playing the movie Don't Breathe. And we will be talking about this movie a little bit more. Some of it was shot in Detroit, so it, it has some Detroit connections.
0: It's set in Detroit too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um it's really freaky
0: i haven't seen it yet i'm very excited to see it i'm gonna get jumpy i'm be real honest i'm a jumpy person
1: i mean i will rewatch it with you um if we put lights on okay <laughs> uh because maybe we need like a third let's jumpy. have jen
0: here because she's a caretaker that and she's she's got more guts than us that's
1: true but yeah so and we will be uh we'll also have some special very special guests yeah it's gonna be a great time on the we'll Drake special Thursday. yeah so come join us come put your faces in the room with our faces One of my yes we
0: have <laughs> yeah, some Thanks. new things too we got some buttons and some stickers we do the buttons turned out so cute too they're so cute so those will be available to purchase so
1: yeah come hang yeah it'll be cool be a good time yeah eh. yeah yeah and you know in the meantime please subscribe rate review all the things. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can you can do the reviewing. And actually, I think we've been saying iTunes, and I've recently learned it's actually just Apple Podcasts. They
0: can do whatever they want. It is iTunes. Something?
1: Okay. On the Apple platform.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So just subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no judgment. Whatever platform is
1: for you, that's your platform. Go with it. You choose your platform. Yeah. Based on your needs and wants.
0: But also, we do have... Most of the social medias, we have an Instagram at Detroit Strange, Twitter at Detroit Strange. Heard about her. Yes. Facebook, just Detroit Strange. And then email the most exotic social media, Uh Detroit Strange at (laughs) Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Yeah. So hope to see the live show.
1: Maybe uh, maybe see you at Nain Rouge. Yeah. March 22nd. Yeah. Let's see you at both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of both. Yeah. In fact, if you want to test out your Nain Rouge costume on the 13th.
0: Do it. Feel free. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, support always. So I guess until next time, stay, stay strange.
1: strange. Also, ruse makes me think of um that Domino's thing. Avoid the Noid.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I can't like not yeah. think about that sometimes. Ugh, um, is better. Oh, for sure. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Sax and Violence.